Right, we're joined pre-MCW show by the MCW champion and also a New Zealand champion as well. He holds both belts. We'll talk about that shortly. Slick, thank you for your time tonight. No, no, thank you so much for having me. I've been uh, wanting to do this podcast for a while, so no, appreciate it. Thank you. Fantastic, man. Massive night tonight. Let's talk about that. Uh, You and Brooksy, always a good show when you guys are together. Is Is there pressure on you to... Move go better than the last show to top to top the last effort. Well, I think that's with uh, every performer and every time you step in the ring, you want to better yourself and uh, you know obviously present yourself the best possible way. But I mean, with me and Brooksy, yeah, you're right. There is some history and there's you know a bit of a story there. We are good friends outside the ring, but when it comes to tonight, um, this is about proving I think who's who's the best. So there's that pressure not only to perform uh, for the fans and put on a great show, but there's that uh, also internal pr- uh, pressure you put on yourself to uh, you know prove prove who's the best in the ring. So yeah, there's always always pressure. Oh yeah, the, the crowd's gonna they're gonna eat it up for sure. Every time you guys are in the ring, it's it's magic. So oh, yeah, no pressure from here. Um, <laughs> Brooksy obviously he's just come back from overseas, but. You had a little journey overseas to New Zealand recently? Yes, I did. Uh, the fine of Invercargill. It is, uh, yes, it's definitely the, uh, on the edge of the world. It, it was um, cold and, yeah, there wasn't much to do. But the, no, the wrestling was amazing for them to draw, I think, you know, 1,200 or 1,300 people uh, in a really small town of only maybe 50,000 people. Um, yeah, that's pretty amazing. And double, double champ now? Double champ yeah, now, so... Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, double champ now, so two, two titles to defend, so uh, yeah, no, it's good. And what extra pressure is it to be the face of two companies at the same time? Um, I try not to think about it too much. <laughs> you put, yeah, you, now you're making me stress out, but um, no, I mean, it's, it's good, that's the spot you want to be. I mean, if, you, if you're doing this and you don't want that spot and you don't want the, to hold the, you know, the main championship of, of the company you work for, then I think maybe you need to reassess, you know, what you're doing. So to, to be given that, um, to be given the spotlight to do that and the trust, um, yeah, that's that's what you want. And talk us through the last 12 months because your last 12 months has been incredible. And this week you were named in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated's top 500 wrestlers okay, yep. um, of the world, and the only guy who's primarily in australia that got named in the on that list as well yeah yeah um yeah that's that's pretty cool um that's that's nice to hear i actually didn't know that so i'm not sure what number i am but i'm sure it's somewhere up more closer to the 500 mark but it's um, 388 388 all right i'll take that um no so yeah like the last 12 months have been really exciting and um i feel like when i went away from wrestling for a little bit um I had to reassess and come back better. I didn't want to come back and just be who I was. So I wanted to reinvent myself a little bit. And so, yeah, like I was watching guys like Adam Brooks and, you know, Jonah Rock. And they had not only the wrestling, but they had the character as well. So that was a big move and a big change for me was to think about how I present myself the best way to interact with the crowd more um, and get more of a response and... and um, yeah, so I came back with the intention of being not just in ring, but being the best all-round performer I could possibly. And I think, yeah, I'm on my way to doing that. So, yeah. 
congratulations, baby in tow oh, on, yeah. on the birth a couple of months ago. Is that does that change you as a wrestler? Does that give you a whole new perspective on what you do in life? Um, well, I think anyone that would ha- has kids, you it changes you because you're providing for someone. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean it's the the best thing I've ever done. I've got two kids now, so I've got a little girl and a, just had a little boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So actually, wrestling now and getting away is actually feels like a bit of a break. But um, no, I mean, yeah, kids change you, but yeah, always for the better. You're lucky you got one of each. I always wanted three kids, one of each, but I only had four boys. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the wife wants a third, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> Does it sort of make you reassess your goals in, in life, in, in wrestling life? Um, well, I mean... Anyone that is wrestling, you'd be silly to say that you didn't want to go further and and live out this as, as a full-time job. Um, what makes it harder for me is I've got two kids and a wife to provide for. So at the moment, yeah, I'm working full-time as well. So it's, it makes it hard on that front where if I was 20, 25 or 26 now, um, you know, I'd probably be travelling more and, and getting more opportunities. But, yeah, because... I've got the two kids and the wife and I'm, you know, a little bit older, um, there's more of a responsibility. But that doesn't mean that I don't want that spot. Um, It just puts me in a little bit of a a tougher predicament. So, yeah. You talked about uh, different philosophy when you came back and interacting with the crowd. Did you ever think the sunglasses would be as hot as they are? Um, It took a little while for it to uh, get over, I think. But I was always strong. I think from wrestling... Because I've been around so long, I was confident in my uh, ability to not worry too much about if the fans weren't responding. Most people, like when you break into the business and you're a wrestler, you're so self-conscious of, you know, oh, they're not responding, so you've got to change it, or you're trying to change what you do every single time you go out there. When I came back with this character, I really made the intention of everything I did was going to be the same. My entrance, the way I walk... Every little thing I do is going to be the exact same. So I didn't really veer away from it. And then over time, it just grew and sort of, and sort of just caught on. No, I didn't think it would get to this, but I was hopeful. Well, it's better than taking a bump, for sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> now, you said you have been around a long time, was it? 15, 16 years? And you're yeah, still relatively that. young. You're in the early 30s. Uh, early 30s, So you started yeah. early like Dowie. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, I started early, yeah. yeah. What's the biggest difference between the business when you broke in compared to 2019? Um, more the fact that it's so much more professional and so much more eyes on the product now. Like before, when I first broke in, it was such a, it felt like such an unrealistic goal that you could even wrestle, you know, international talent or the idea of travelling to, you know, America or anything like that or getting those opportunities. You just think, I don't know, it was something out of reach. But... I mean, doors have opened now, and I mean, damn, if I was breaking in now, like, amazing. What, like, the opportunities now is just incredible. So, um, yeah, I wish I was, you know, 25, 26 now, because you actually, there's no restriction on what you can do. But even now, having the young talent that's coming through across the country, there must be a new guy every month that you look at and think, geez, I'd love to get in the ring with him. Yeah, the talent, in, and that's the other, the main thing as well, the talent coming up now, I mean... There, you've got incredible talent that, you know, not just in Australia, you put them on, you know, on any stage in the world and they can re- represent this uh, country really well. And that's from, like, you know, b- back when I broke in, everyone was wearing jeans or, 
you know, like singlets and all that sort of stuff. Now everyone not only can wrestle really well, but, you know, they look the part as well, which is a big, big part of it. Yeah, it's important, especially when you've got people who maybe haven't seen um, indie wrestling before coming to an Australian show for the first time. Mm. It's got to look like what they see on TV. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what really brings people coming back to like MCW and places like PWA in Sydney and EPW in Perth and, you know, Wrestle Rampage in Adelaide. We all try and put on the best product for the fans. And um, I think that, yeah, translates really well. We had Lobo on the podcast uh, a couple of months ago yeah. and he spoke about um, what he thought was his last great match. And it was in Adelaide and it was against you. Yeah. And um, I just want to know what it's like for someone who's coming up at that stage to get in the ring with an Australian wrestling legend, yeah. and then now years later to hear how important that match was to him. Yeah, that's re really nice to hear. Um, I haven't actually listened to that, but yeah, I would like to go back and have a listen. But yeah, that match was yeah that was at Theberton Theatre in Adelaide, and I'll never I'll never forget it. Um, you know, he really he did a lot for me in, in my early career and believed in me a lot. And um, yeah, that match was just incredible and I do feel we went all out um, and he, I think he did say that to me as well that he felt like that was one of his last you know better matches um, and yeah I'll never forget what he did for me. I was commentating that match I was there and remember it vividly and, and some of the spots because you'd only been in the business for a couple of years. A couple of years yeah, yeah I think what year was uh, that show? I'm reckoning it's probably about 2000 and Five, two thousand six. That's what I. Yeah, so maybe three, three years. Yeah, four years. And some of the stuff that you were doing with him at that point in time, we were. I remember thinking to myself, "This is amazing stuff." Oh, thank you. Yeah. I think there was a, and I'm not even sure if it's the match. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a because it was on Thurman and Theatres on two levels. So yeah, you've got the is. bottom level and the top. Did you actually, you guys, come off the top level in that? Can't, I can't remember. remember. I got the worst memory. Yeah. Ask it. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah, but I, I know we did some crazy stuff that, you know, if you, if, yeah, I wouldn't be able to do it now. I don't think so. Or want to? <laughs> yeah, or want to? Exactly right. And uh, did a bit of tag team wrestling earlier in the year. How was it teaming up with Seb Costello? Uh, that was actually really fun. He's yeah, awesome guy. Um, and obviously for him to step into our world and uh, promote us in his world was uh, yeah, we're really grateful and really thankful for that opportunity. Um, but he, I thought he did really well. Like he was at the training school a lot, and I was actually surprised at how well technically sound he was. Um, yeah, he did really well, and that was fun, and drew a good house. So yeah, everyone was happy. No, he definitely did. Like I know when it first uh, got announced, and you know, wrestling fans obviously, oh, this is. But yeah, you could see he put the hard work in, and you know, he went around the traps and did the, everyone's podcasts and stuff, and you know, obviously used his fame and his uh, his other platforms to yeah exactly you know, obviously draw a house so now yeah. it was good use of the celebrity yeah i think it'd be fair to say you're a fairly introverted person compared to some of the guys that are out there like in the dressing room like a lucky hendrix or that sort of, <laughs> yeah. but you're a fairly private person yeah and, i am and, yeah uh, do you find it hard to change that persona from being you not really because I, I feel like when i am wrestling or when i'm when when I'm not changing who I am really like when, like that I do have that sort of that entertainment part of me to to perform. Um, but yeah, I know what you mean. I, I mean, if you knew me, if you knew me well, and my friends that know me well, I'm probably not an introvert. But around people that maybe I don't know so much or um, that don't know me, maybe I do I do come across that way. But yeah, that's just my my nature. Um, you did 
talk about uh, you want to go overseas more, and obviously the young family. Um, do you have a bigger goal? Like, is it America or something like that, or a tour? You know, um, maybe a family uh, holiday. Yeah, maybe family holiday <laughs> as well. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm sort of like. Yeah, sort of just like putting the feelers out at the moment um, and hopefully something happens this year or maybe early next year. But I feel like, um, you know, I feel like something will, will happen soon. Like all, all I can do is keep doing what I'm doing um, and, and doing my best and trying to make contacts and hopefully uh, we can get something happening soon where I can go overseas and people get over there as well. Thanks, we really appreciate your time. Thank you. You mentioned you've been waiting to come on the podcast to speak to us. We've definitely been waiting to speak to you for a while as well. So thank you so much for your time tonight. Good luck. Yeah, no, I appreciate Butchie. it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, hopefully I can uh, retain and, uh, yeah, put on a good show for you guys.